<laughs> this episode brought to you by Ah uh, Double. <laughs> oh my god. slash horror virgin for 30 days free in a book to get you started. For your book recommendation, Jen. Woo! I am recommending The Road by Cormac McCarthy. If you like this, what's book, it about, Jen? It's about a post-alocalist. <laughs> that is not those are not the right words. <laughs> She's never said it aloud, Todd. I've only read that word. It's about a post-apocalyptic hellscape <laughs> where a man and his son travel through the hellscape and try not to get eaten. Awesome. Yeah. I read a book and I really liked it. Well, guys, yeah. check out The Road by Jack Kerouac or some shit. No, by Cormac McCarthy. Yeah, whatever. 30 days free and a book to get you started. Go to audibletrial.com slash horror Guys, I wish you could see the way Jenna's looking at me right now. This episode- I don't joke about books, Todd. <laughs> books are not a joke. Unless it's a joke book. Oh, well, now we're what? just in a mental conundrum no. that we cannot escape I from. Know. This episode also brought to you by Nick, Nick B. B. Nick B. of Nick B Industries. Nick B. of Nick B Industries. Want you guys to check out God Country. Oh, I've got a fun fact. Oh, already? Yeah, yeah. Is there a real fun fact? Yeah, on Facebook, he said something about he likes to box. I, I also like to box. Oh, yeah. Said, we, we had a little talk about it on Facebook. Mainly that's how you met. Uh, we have a very close mutual friend. And that's how you met him boxing, right? Yeah. Chris. Yeah. That's how I got on the Actually, podcast. Chris has been on the podcast. Yeah. This episode also brought to you by John. John. Hey, John. Hello, John. Welcome what? to. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's Hello, John. Okay. He's turned his mic down. Yeah. I'm Just go until ahead. we're done with these ads. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he said it. Hey, John. Welcome to the party. Thank you so much for supporting us. John, uh, is he the guy like I said? Is in Blood Diamonds? Yes. Not, yeah. He's not in Blood Diamonds. He's not packaged inside of Blood Diamonds. But I heard that John <laughs> is not his real name. What? Yeah, fun fact. Let's try not to get all of our patrons arrested. Yeah. Just John. Maybe let's have a legal oh, yeah. fun fact. I, I am Jeez. noticing that all of John's fun facts, Wanky Blinky, are illegal, maybe illicit in nature. I yeah. think John is a delightful guy. It's a fake name, Jen. John P. Who are you? Who are you really, yeah, John send P? Actual fun facts. I'm coming. Jeez. I'm coming for you. Hey, John. <laughs> thank you for supporting us. Mikey and I are going to track you down. Yeah. Oh, my God. Find out who you really are. Let's have to rob, John. <laughs> Don't worry, John P. I'll protect you. Uh, let's, oh. let's be clear. If anyone tracks down John, it's going to be them that needs protection. <laughs> Mikey just didn't realize that we're going to get beat up by John. Some of us will protect you, John. And I'll say this, John, even if you make your money illegally, we appreciate that you give us some of it (laughs) every month. Thank you so much. A tax shelter for you. No, (laughs) it's not. I don't want to get arrested. So, John, we appreciate that even though you obtain your money illegally, that you give some of that money to us on Patreon. Or, hey, thank you for supporting us. Yes, that's what we should say. Thank you so much for supporting us, both John and angry at all of our patrons. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for not adding me your fun facts. So, guys, thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. And it's the end of the month, and this is when we thank our You Can Get It sponsors. Yay, thank you so much for supporting us. That is Eddie Shuman Fu and Veronica. Thank you. Did you make up that last name? Uh, No, it says Eddie Shuman Fu on his Patreon thing. Oh, it does. And I got a fun fact about Eddie. All right. right, Let's hear it. He has been voted the country's favorite lasagna, which is a little unclear because I could read this as he was voted as making the country's favorite lasagna. No, I think it is he He's been voted the country's favorite lasagna. So that's Well, I have always been a huge fan of lasagna, so I'm glad to know a huge lasagna is a fan of me. I like (laughs) lasagna. I now like gluten 
gluten-free lasagna. Ooh. Oh, no, sir. D- dude, gluten-free pasta can be really good. It Ask really Eddie. can. He would know. Yeah. What about Veronica? Do we have any fun facts about we Veronica? We don't have any fun facts about Veronica, but I know we know that, that she... she's awesome because she yes. has a horror in her That's shirt. what I was going to say. Ooh. Yeah, she's great. And she's also a very active member of the community. Yes, yeah, she, she is. Yeah. me on the Facebook group. Fun fact, she's very nice. Yeah, yeah. she is very nice. Eddie's and very nice Eddie too. talks a lot on Twitter. I see his handle a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And John is very nice. And Nick B is very nice. And everybody is very nice and lovely people. Yeah. And if you guys want your very own Patreon shout outs, go to patreon.com slash horror virgin and sign up for one of the levels there. And or if you can't support us financially, that's fine. Just yeah, please continue understand. to tell your friends and family about the podcast. Support us emotionally by telling yeah. people about the podcast. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm real fragile. So please send me some good reviews. There's a lot of truth in that, guys. <laughs> I'm going to bring in that theme music. Welcome to the Horror Virgin, everybody. I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm your Horror Virgin, Todd, which means I don't like horror movies and you guys make me watch them so you can make fun of me. Yeah. is a strong word. And we can sort of make fun of the movies together because some of the movies are worth making fun of. Yeah, and some of them are great. And this time, you're not saying that we make you watch movies because this was a listener request. That's so true. You listeners made Todd watch this yes. movie. The Hills Have Eyes. The remake. So let's do some first thoughts. I do not like this movie. I didn't like how it was directed. I didn't think it held tension very well. I think it was kind of cheap in places. I don't think it was that scary. I don't like like the movie. Mike, why don't you tell me how you really feel, Mikey? The real movie? And we'll talk about this. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get it. there. The dogs the, had the, a better story in the movie than the people. One of them had a better story. One no, of them both dies of them quickly. them are involved in the story. I, I'll agree. Yeah. I think this falls into that trap of it's being like right on the time when people stopped shooting in film and started shooting in digital, but digital didn't look that great yet. Because yeah, it uh, looks like a Black Mirror episode. It's like 13 years, years old. So yeah. like, it's fine. I didn't think it was great. I, yeah, I didn't have a problem with how it was shot or anything like that. I just don't particularly like it that much. I can see why some people do and I can see why some people find it scary and I definitely found it disturbing. Yeah, I don't think it was super, super jump scary and the jump scares are what really get me. There were a few moments that got mm-hmm. me, yeah, uh, which we'll really... talk about when we get through it, but it was more like body horror stuff. Yeah, really and violent and gross. Honestly, one of the main dudes looked like the guy from Goonies, so anytime he was supposed to be scary, I just thought to myself, baby roof? And it made me laugh. Yeah. You junk, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. Let's get into this fucking movie. So we start with our opening cards, which I missed, but Mikey remembers word for word. So go for it, Mikey. Between 1945 and 1969, <laughs> the United States government conducted 330 atmospheric nuclear tests. It's 331. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Listeners, it doesn't say that on the screen. Just the government has always denied that there was any sort of genetic mutations from caused by the radiation. From caused? From caused. <laughs> Yeah. From bombs, atomic that's how, bombs. That's how radiated everything got. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then the, the movie starts. Yeah. Word for word. That nailed it. There is no way to ever find out. <laughs> nailed it, guys. Yeah, there's no way to look that up. Although I will Mikey. say this, it, I do think you got very close and you were not reading it. And that's very impressive. That's All right. true. So we see these opening cards and then we see a river. With a CGI fish. 
and the fish goes down the river and the fish gets caught in a net that's by like these people in like hazmat gear. Yeah, the net is not CGI. No, the fish is CGI. Did you think the net was CGI? I don't know. I didn't know the fish was CGI. Oh, I knew. Oh, it was pretty clear. (laughs) They catch the fish in this non-CGI net and hold it up so everyone can see. And then a bloody guy jumps on him and says, help me, help me, help me. And then he gets pickaxed. Yeah, and then it becomes the beginning of My Bloody Valentine. Oh, good reference. Yeah. I've seen movies, guys. (laughs) I get it. I've seen 54 of them. (laughs) I think more than that at this point. But yeah, so this guy with a pickaxe kills everyone in radiation gear. Yeah, and like slams them against rocks, too. Yeah. You're right, Mikey. You don't really get to see the face of who's attacking. Right. You so sort of see like his body as he's swinging them around, but it's you don't really get a clear yeah, look at him. You see a guy in a radiation suit trying to climb a rock for some reason. And then yeah, why killed. would you? He's trying to get away. Fight or flight. Climb or flight. That's the way I've always heard it. Have you guys heard it differently? <laughs> I don't know. It's fight or climb. It's fight or climb because you can't fly. Oh, well then. Flight. This is why you keep getting or killed climb? in the desert. Flight or climb. Flight or climb, guys. <laughs> you either fly or you climb. Either way, you're getting <laughs> sounds, high. It sounds like an NBC show. Up next on fight or climb. <laughs> Janice hates Dennis. <laughs> Dennis. Dennis has no arms. See which one he decides. All right. I mean, he's clearly going to choose flight. <laughs> he doesn't have arms. Well, yeah, because the flight is just like a flight of steps and he just walks up it. <laughs> That's the twist the whole time. Oh, my God. He goes on the show thinking he's going to fly. I think the twist was he has no arms. So then you see that a guy driving off with the uh, all the radiation dudes tied up behind the bumper <laughs> of a car. Yeah, it was just buried. I've killed a bunch was, of people. It was like the worst wedding uh, ever. It should have been a scene in Natural Born Killers because they get married in the movie. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's sort of, that's more or less like the cold open of the movie is yes, that. Yeah. Because all the people you see at the beginning, the the first victim I think he's billed as in the credits, and then all the dudes in hazmat suits, the guy who killed them, none of those people come back. I mean, yeah. the guy who killed him you may see, but you don't really see who he is in that scene. So, like, it doesn't matter. It's just kind of sort of they never mention it setting again. the tone. Mm-hmm. There are people on Mars or what looks like Mars mm-hmm. checking for radiation. And, like, the Geiger counter is going insane. Yeah. This whole area is where they test the nuclear bomb, right? Yeah. So, like, you guys have all seen that footage of the town that they built, that they destroyed. Mm -hmm. They really didn't tell miners to move. Like, it was an abandoned place in the desert that nobody lived because nobody could live there. So, it's, like, just a made-up thing. Like, this, there's no way this is, like, based on any sort of historical fact. Aside from the fact that they actually did blow up a made-up town. Right, yeah. There's no, there's no evidence. I mean, it's one of those things where you can't prove a negative, so there could have been people that went into a mine instead of leaving that we just wouldn't but know about. But they would about. be dead. Yeah, they would have died. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, this, there, there's no evidence to back any of this up. Right. What's the next scene after the This that is cold the opening open? scenes where we have the opening titles and we're getting... 1950s footage. Yeah, we're getting like a 50s oh, song yeah. and like footage of this cut it's with... It's like Fallout. Pic- yeah. It's like a Fallout video game intro, mm-hmm. except we're seeing very disturbing like body horror images. Of deformities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of them with babies. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's not fun to witness. No, it's not. It's sad. It's not as gruesome as I was expecting. The whole movie just babies, I think. Well, Welcome to the conversation. Yeah. We literally just said that. Didn't he say some of them were just babies? No, regular unmutated babies. Oh, fuck. Welcome to, Welcome to me conversation. <laughs> so um, what happens after the credits, though? Okay, so now we get to the gas station. Yeah, we're already the gas station. Mm-hmm. This movie flies by. You, you hear a country guy in a store and he goes, what's that noise? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Because this dude is just like in the gas station and it's like it's a mm-hmm. geographical oddity, right? 200 miles from everywhere. And so he gets 
gets up and like he hears a noise, and so he immediately jumps to, I gotta take my shotgun right. and go find this noise. And not yeah. just like, let's go look outside. No. He, he does like, that. He does that. And, and then, then he grabs a shotgun and goes outside. And he's looking for Ruby, and we don't know who Ruby is yet. But he's also saying, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm out. It's over. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, it's almost like he works with the mutants, and he's the one directing people to go to their trap in the desert, yes. right? I mean, clearly that's what it is, because that's what happens in the right, movie. But he but, want it. So he goes to the mine shaft, chasing the noise. He said, I got bookshop for y'all if you come for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, he walks back to the gas station. And he finds his Louis Vuitton bag. Yeah. And he starts going through. <laughs> Just on the porch. And his takeout from lunch, which is an ear with lots of piercings. I don't think I don't he was going to so. eat it. I have a question. Where did the mutants get takeout boxes? <laughs> that is a very good question. Mm-hmm. You know what melts in a nuclear blast? Styrofoam. Everything? Definitely. Well, yeah, but definitely <laughs> styrofoam. Yeah. <laughs> So we're at the gas right. station and this this old dude is like walking around with a shotgun yelling, finds the Louis Vuitton bag, sees that it's got cash in it. It's got mm-hmm. jewelry in it. It's got the ear with the piercings in it. Mm-hmm. And then the picture of this guy, which I don't know for sure, but I imagine it's the guy from the very beginning and the girl. And I imagine that's her ear in that box. That's what I got to. Yeah, I got you. Put yeah, your that's, ear in that's the fine. box. Put your ear in a box, girl. <laughs> so this is where we meet the family. So they pull up at the gas station. They honk the horn. Mm-hmm. And we, I think we meet the dad first. Yeah, because he's like, hey, kids, get out of the car. Right? Mm-hmm. Hey, we're driving through the desert. Rah. Everybody's well, hot. Everybody's complaining. And they're out of it, I think it just showed the thermometer is like 110 or whatever. Yeah. It's and super hot. Desert. It's a dry heat, so it's okay. No, it's not okay. Have you ever been to <laughs> Arizona? Yeah. Oh, you have? So you can sympathize with yeah. the people who are yeah. in this movie I, because I, I mean, you've I've been, been there. I've been to Arizona, so I really thought about like, <laughs> but I haven't yeah. like been through a nuclear test. Right. Yeah. So I just don't know if I can I cannot, relate yeah. to this film. That's why I don't relate to this film. It's like a very subtle joke that not many people are going to get. But if you listen to the Alien episode, that's fucking funny. All right. You're dying laughing right now. You're You're welcome. So, yeah. So we meet uh, the dad and the mom of the group. Or you might say dad or grandpa and grandma because they are. The matriarch and the patriarch of the group. That's very fair, right? Midwestern. Yes. Very Midwestern. He is. Very a lot of things. Yeah. So he's very Republican. She's very religious. Mm -hmm. I didn't get the vibe that he was super religious. No, because he was like, I'll trust my gun over your prayers any day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, honestly, yeah, take the tangible over the intangible any day of the week. But I just keep imagining him jumping both. around shooting guns up in the air the entire movie. Like, yeah, that's he's, what he's doing in his heart. He's one know? step away from being Yosemite Sam out he there. Really that's is. very true. Do you know who the actor is? I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. So he's, he's like, in a very iconic role in another horror movie. Oh, yeah? Who is listeners, he? you know? Listeners? It puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Whoa, guys, welcome back Wait, to the is podcast. That, is that Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, it's Buffalo Bill okay. from Silence of the Lambs. I haven't seen it, but I... I've... Wow, he's Buffalo Bill? He is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ted Levine. Ted Levine. I knew I'd fuck him. <laughs> Nailed I would it. too. Nailed <laughs> it. Go, Todd. I mean, I honestly have never seen that movie. It's just so pervasive on pop culture. Yeah. Like, I know that scene. It's on the list. We'll watch it. I'm sure. I love that movie. Yeah, well, I, I actually hear it's a great mm-hmm. movie, but sorry. Do you know who the mom is? I've seen her in a bunch of stuff too. Yeah, we have covered a movie she was in. She was the was mom. it this she, one? No, she was in Event Horizon. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, she's the she's the one who gets obsessed with the uh, the with young the son. Yeah. yeah, she falls off the rail. She's Mama Bear. She is Mama Bear. Oh yeah. my god, we got Buffalo Bill and Mama Bear. Well, we got, I've never been in a space storm, so I can't really relate. To <laughs> yeah, above Jupiter. So guys, so we also meet um, the rest of the family. So we have the the and biological kids of Mama Bear and Buffalo Bill are the oldest daughter. Yes, uh, Lynn. Lynn Lynn, okay. And um, the middle daughter. Brenda. And then the youngest son. Bobby. Bobby, Bobby. right? Now, the oldest daughter, Lynn, is married to... 
Doug. Doug. Doug and Lynn have a daughter. Yes, Catherine. Boom. Mm-hmm. There we go. So we've <laughs> met the whole family, right? We have. Yeah. And they're like, oh, wait, we got the dogs. Oh, yeah. Beauty, Beauty and the Bees. These are German Shepherds. They are German Shepherds. And they are out of control. Out of control, but also amazing. Yeah, no, they're, they're, okay. Really, so, only one of them is out yeah, of control. Yeah. So Beauty is the worst dog ever. Beast is a beast. Yeah, yeah. Beast is the best. Anyway, yeah. so there's like a bunch of shit going on. Like The dogs run away. Yeah, well, like, Beauty runs away. And the He's guy, like the purveyor of the gas station is pumping gas and they're like talking to the main dude and he's like, yeah, you're way off the beaten path, right? Mm-hmm. Because the dad wanted to take the scenic route through mm-hmm. the yeah, desert. The like, he wanted to see the desert. He's like, there ain't nothing in the desert. I have driven from Nashville to San Diego, been cheated on, and then I drove from San Diego back to Nashville. You know what you can see a lot of? From the interstate, <laughs> regret. And I <laughs> Mikey, I'll level with you. Mistakes were made. Uh, no, you can see a lot of the desert just from the interstate. Like yeah. you don't need to go off the beaten path mm-hmm. to find the desert. But this dad just has to be obstinate. Yeah, this dad's the worst. But so the guy who runs the gas station is like hell bent on not giving them more people, right? Right. Maybe not hell bent, but he's made that decision, which we've noticed at the beginning. Until and, beauty escapes. Well, and then beauty runs into the gas station and the guy like lives in the gas station because yeah. you know because what else is there he's a he's sad lonely a dude right so Plus, yeah. all the bottle trees are out there it's right the scenery is so you can't leave of- the bottle trees i know who eight- will water them he's got eight jars of pickles and eight <laughs> jars of mustard yeah oh my god that's all you need and pancake mix and pancake mix so yeah beauty gets out of the airstream and then runs into this guy's really house mm-hmm. and lynn goes back there to get beauty and she looks in and sees the bag of shit that the mm-hmm. mutants had just brought yeah, him the with. cell phones and the jewelry and stuff. And so she looks at it suspicious while her dog tears the shit out of his place. Yeah. And as a dog owner of an unruly dog, why would you do this? You go straight for the dog because you don't want to be rude. Yeah. And the dog's about to bust out the window. Yeah. I even said that during the scene. I was like, why is she like snooping through his shit? Like if that was my dog in there, my goal would be just to get my dog out and of there. And that dog is literally tearing the blinds off. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. But she doesn't see the ear. No, she, no, she doesn't. She, she sees the bag of obviously stolen shit. Though. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think she thinks he's involved in murder and cannibalism, right. but I think she's like, oh, this is not a good dude. We got to get yeah. out of here. So and she gets back in the car. Back. No, he catches her. I oh, think. yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So he She's walks like, oh, back in and like me. catches her. And then she like goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I was getting beauty. I'm going to go back to the car. She goes back to the car, gets in the car. Uh, and, and I think this is when he decides to yeah, because he's yeah. like, well, maybe it is. They it absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. She snooped into the bag. Yeah, yeah. He pulls a berry and he says, starting right now. Has anyone out there seen Barry, guys? It's really good if you haven't seen it. That was a good joke if you've seen Barry. And if you haven't seen Barry, Fuck it's you. good. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> The family's talking and you're like getting the dynamic, like the brother mm-hmm. and sister wander off and like they're deciding pick on each where other. who's going and where because they're they've got a like an SUV and an airstream. Yeah. And the two, the son and the son in law, Doug and Bobby are in the airstream, and the girls and the baby and the parents are in the car. And so yes. the asshole dad is honking and you know. Anyway, so they all get back in whatever vehicle they're supposed to be in and they drive start to drive away or are about to drive away, and then gas station man comes out and says, You know, you should take a shortcut through the dirt road. Road. So anyway. he becomes kind of like an anti-harbinger because he's not trying to warn them. He's trying to send them off into the. Oh, yeah. He yeah. I think at that point, because she saw him with the stolen shit, decides these guys need to die. So is it the dad's fault or is it beauty's fault? Well, the beauty's a dog. So I'm going to say it's still the dad's <laughs> fault because oh, yeah, he should never have left okay. Interstate uh, 40. The dogs are the main point of the movie. OK, 
This is a revenge film for Beast. The dogs were in the trailer. They got to an argument. That's why Beauty runs off and gets to the gas station and barks out at the trailer, barking at Beast because he pissed her off. So when she dies, he goes on a whole revenge thing because he blames himself for making her run off. That would have been a much, much better movie. (laughs) I told you I was going to bring it around. Yeah. Oh, and so while this is all happening, um, they're wandering around and we see a creepy crawly kid steal the hoodie out of the back of the car. We see a gross outhouse. Wait, really? Mm -hmm. I missed that. That's where she gets the red hoodie. Yeah, the red hoodie was the son. Oh, Little Red Riding Hood? Mm -hmm. It was Little Red Riding Bobby first and then Little Red Ruby Riding Hood steals the sweater. These are character names. (laughs) This sounds sexual. Yeah, this sounds like a position. you've done and resulted in one of your children. (laughs) You can't get pregnant that way. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't left the gas station and we're an hour in. No, we've left the gas station. We're going to leave the gas station. So you cut to them turning off the highway onto a dirt road. But you said it's two hours on a dirt road. Then you miss some of the, you save some time or something. I was like, which there's never been a shortcut back to the interstate (laughs) that is two hours on a dirt road. Right. Because even if you don't get sabotage crashed, you're probably going to like bust a tire driving on rocks and dirt. Yeah. You know know where you you don't want to be? be? It's on an while someone drives over rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the worst. These motherfuckers would be bouncing around back there like Mm -hmm. they're in a bounce house at your daughter's fifth birthday. This sounds fun, though. Bounce houses are fun. Got very specific. There's one guy out there like, what? How how did he know? Yeah, Tony. You have to drive slower on dirt roads. This so, guy yeah. does not believe in that. <laughs> yeah. But no, but it cuts to Doug and Bobby in the Airstream and they're just like chilling mm, smoking out. Smoking cigarettes. Walking around a moving mm. Airstream that should be bouncing around. Yeah. But they're just walking around smoking a cigarette Fixing or whatever. air conditioning. Oh so anyway, then we see a lizard and we see spikes well, wait, kill wait, wait, that oh. lizard as oh, it yeah. pops up. And then they drive over the spikes. They lose all control. Did mm. you guys notice this? When he goes over the spikes, there's like, I would say probably about 10 seconds of him like, oh no, we're tires or yeah, whatever. Just like, and then when you yeah. see the rock, that's when he steps on the brakes. Mm-hmm. Why do you not step on the brakes immediately? Don't you supposed to fishtail and let the car correct itself? No, also, you should be going like 15 <laughs> miles an hour on a dirt road. He, he could have just stopped. He's or easily going 45 you shouldn't be on that dirt road. But yeah, the spikies do. And then suddenly he just loses all control of his steering wheel and goes just careening into rocks. Yeah. He says, watch the baby to give him a little bit of credit. This this next scene I really like because he gets out and he's like the frame's bent and then the uh, the son in law's like well can you fix it he's like with what <laughs> fuck you moron Democrat you can't fix a frame yeah That's he does throw Democrat in his face like it's an insult <laughs> it's not an insult like, he doesn't know about cars leave him alone. I don't know shit about cars either. Like if my car breaks down and I get out of my car and open the hood, I'm looking for like a big on off switch that is in the off position. He's just like he wasn't my father-in-law because I've been like, oh, I'm sorry you can't fix it. I wish you would have like not taken this shortcut. You're such a smart guy taking shortcuts. Man, you think you know everything. Hate being on this trip. Fuck you. I think it's cute that you think at one point in your life you'll have a father-in-law. <laughs> well, oh, if I keep geez. waiting. <laughs> if I keep waiting to get married, the chances are there's that hurt father will be dead yes mikey is single ladies (laughs) (laughs) so they're stuck on the side of the dirt road right which sounds like a country music dream but like they're not the old town road okay so but before the tires have been destroyed we found out that dad is a retired cop he's starting a security company and that the son-in-law sells phones and they're setting up this whole dichotomy Yeah, he works like like a radio shack or some shit yeah owns it Mm -hmm. oh does he own it the wife helps him run the store he does sort of seem like he has money and like the Mm -hmm. dad 
this, the granddad, Billy Bob Thornton or whatever the fuck his name is. Buffalo Bill. Buffalo yeah. Bill. That's the guy. He but like I could see Billy he, Bob Thornton. Too. He offers him money at one point, and mm-hmm. Buffalo Bob is like, no. I'll pay for my own gas. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. It was over the gas. Yeah. That's but right. it's like this whole like salt of the earth dad and who, he's like a like man's manly man. man. Yeah. yeah. And that this other guy is like this city-fied, very like effeminate kind of. Yeah. Okay. So the car's totaled and now they decide that Bob and Doug are going to walk. In different directions, yeah. though. I did not understand this. I do understand walking out to find help. Yeah. And the do. closest place you found civilization was the gas station. At this point, there's no reason to think there's any ill intent from that gas station. Right. We both go walk back to that gas station, right? Right. There's yeah. no reason to go off separately in a desert. <laughs> Which brings me to a point. There's all this ominous music over like beautiful scenes of scenic desert yeah. and it doesn't seem scary at all it's not scary at all you don't really see anything unless you know that the hills have eyes yeah. which you do from the title it's not just a clever title Matthew. it's not <laughs> interspliced with them like getting ready to go on their separate treks into the desert and I think there are inner there are like some yeah. cheap jump scares where like Lynn's like looking out the window of the airstream yeah, and then Bobby pops yeah. up and like scares her and goes give me a Twinkie or whatever he says mm-hmm. there's stuff like that and honestly that one the give me the Twinkie one did scare me a little bit, but I hate those, man. What's the point of that? To yeah, get this, you. This family takes forever to decide anything. So they were like, they're at the <sighs> gas station for like an hour and a half. Now they're mm-hmm. stuck and like you have to get ready to walk. And so it's taking them like an hour and a half to get ready to walk. The yeah. middle sister has like taken her shirt off and is sunbathing and a setup shop next to the Oh thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been wrecked for 30 minutes and she's already sunbathing with a beach chair. Like Hanging out by the pool. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, the dad and the son are talking about their guns and, and stuff. And they're just pointing their guns all over the place yes. and shooting and giving son-in-law shit for not having guns. They point the gun at the son-in-law and he's like, don't point that at me, please, which yeah. is proper gun safety. Yeah, don't yeah. ever stuff. do that. Yeah. Listen, don't shame him for not believing that you should own a gun and then wave a gun in his face. Exactly. You're not going to sell your point to him by doing that. He goes, I don't want to shoot that. I'll probably shoot my toe off. He's like, he would shoot his toe off. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, if you have not been trained to use a gun, you might do that. You know who shoots their toes off? Who? People who own guns who don't train themselves on how to use hey, them. Uh-huh. Funny story. One I my shot my toe off. <laughs> <laughs> One of my cousins shot, accidentally shot my other cousin in the neck. What? <laughs> like, so this is like a family murder we're just learning about. Yeah. Accidentally. Oh, so did family- he die? <laughs> he did not. He had to go into a long recovery. He's okay now. Well, like a full good. recovery? They- yeah. Well, he's Is like, this a real story? This is a real story. Oh my God. I thought you were making like a joke. No. Oh my God. So he like. I, I don't know. They must have been partying or something. And he like shoots him in the neck. He goes to the hospital. For the lulls? How could this happen? <laughs> I don't. Accidentally. I wasn't there. Were they drinking? It's not my scene. It's Obviously, the, I would so assume they were drinking. It. Oh, my God. Yeah. So no one gets arrested, which is crazy. And this is Mississippi. So who knows? But <laughs> <laughs> so like my cousin, like the cousin who got shot was in the hospital for weeks. Yeah. And he like came out of all these surgeries and stuff and like rehab and like walked like lurch for a Jeez. long time and could move his neck very well. He's way better now. And nothing ever happened to the guy who shot him? No, that that cousin is actually a piece of shit. Really? Yeah. Imagine that. Hmm. Yeah. I thought for a second you were going to say that cousin's actually a state senator. I know. Because- <laughs> or something shit like that. No, that's, that's from my whiter, trashier branch <laughs> of the family. You don't need sunscreen when you're in all the shade that Mikey's throwing over his family right now. 
It's true. Anyway, so they do eventually walk in their separate directions. And I think they're walking in separate directions because the dad just doesn't want to walk with the girly man. Uh, he tells them, it's like a throwaway line, like, you go there and see if we're close to the end of the shortcut, which is not true because he said it was going to be two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and the dad says before he leaves, he's like, uh, I'm going to get to the gas station. I'll I'll call the tow truck and be back here before nightfall. And the next time you see the dad, he's rolling in firmly at night. He's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's only eight miles. Yeah. What is he, Eminem? <laughs> Nailed it. He was just looking for some mom spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the dad and the son have both left, and then they all sit down and they get a table out of the airstream, and they're just kind of talking and having dinner. They're really like setting up camp, which is yeah. what you probably should do. Because you're yeah, realistically, fun. even if the dad thinks the tow truck will be there by night, that's still hours and hours mm-hmm. and hours of time. So like they're just setting up camp, getting ready. I think they build a fire. Uh, but we see, uh, I think we follow the sun storyline first because we see the craters during the day, mm-hmm. uh, and we don't see the dad again until night. I think because what happens. Is Brenda lets the dog out of the airstream and Beauty runs off. Oh, yeah. And Bobby goes running after Mm -hmm. Beauty. Love is hard. You know, it's complicated sometimes. They're about to have their silver anniversary, too. You know, yeah. yeah, Dogs don't live that long. They've been through a lot. It's like only three years. Well, I guess, yeah, it would be like three years because it's, yeah. yeah. So they open the door. Beauty runs off again. Yeah. Little Bobby takes his gun because now everybody's armed. And we see a scary cave and we see mutant Ruby walking behind him, but he doesn't see that. He just hears it. So he's looking around. And that's sort of a jump scary moment, too. Mm-hmm. That, that sort it of is. got me a little bit. Yeah. And then we hear the dog whimpering. It sounds like it sounds like the dog got stabbed yeah, is what it sounds sad. like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then he keeps walking. He finds beauty and she's dead. And it's not sad. only just dead, but like dead and gutted. Yeah, she's yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah, it's really sad. So Bobby gets freaked out and sprints down. And falls off a cliff, bumps his head, and is knocked out until, like, nightfall. Yeah, he does not get back to the trailer until... Yeah, till past dark. Yeah. And so then we see Ruby come over, and she's kind of, like, petting his head, and then blood is dripping on him when we look up, and it's a mutant. This is the first time we really see a mutant that's not Ruby, and he's, like, chewing on a raw dog's leg. And listen, guys... You got to be real careful when you're raw dog. <laughs> I saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I you don't want anything to drip. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> We're back to Mikey. Oh, Mikey. Seven steps Mikey. too far. I love it. <laughs> Yes. So you cut to the son-in-law walking down the dirt road. Doug is walking and singing California Dreaming. He gets, is he? Yeah. Okay. And so that's a Why? thing. Because I think that's like a kind of a nod to the original movie. Oh, okay. And if you look at like the, the older daughter's dress kind of looks a little old fashioned. I think they're kind of just trying to put little hints of that in there. Because this is the second time we've heard oh, that's California right, this is Dreaming. a remake. I'm sorry. This is it's, a remake. It is a yeah. remake. And I have not seen the original. So there might be more like. I like the original better, but I don't remember it too much. <laughs> I like the original better, but that's only because I do not remember it. <laughs> well, the, the, the most memorable thing about this movie is that it's forgettable. It exists. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Doug is walking, Sam in California dreaming. He gets to a crater, and we don't really see it for a minute until he's walking down in the middle of it, and it's just full of cars. Yeah, and school buses and, like, vans and, and shit boat? like that. And so, the naturally, instead of, like, getting freaked out and running away, he goes and loots the cars yeah of Not a for bat, valuables of a it's like a bat it's like a stuffed animal mm-hmm. and it's like yeah that's not even age appropriate gifts for your baby 
baseball bat for protection, Mikey. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Giving the baby. All those cars are way down a canyon. I would have saw that this road ended in a big canyon, and I would have been like, time to turn back. Yeah. I think he's just happy to not have to be around the father-in-law anymore. Anyway, so he loots the cars of all the non-valuables that he finds and, and he, then heads back towards camp. And there's blood smears on the side of this car, but I don't think he sees I don't that. think so either, but how do you miss blood smears? You just don't look on that side. Because, and the reason I don't think he saw him is because when he gets back to camp, he thinks everything's cool. He's saying, yeah. don't worry, the dad will be back shortly. Yeah, he's, he's right. Cool. And like, you know, it's whatever. But So we do see it's dark. It's full dark now. Yes. Dad's at the gas station. Finally. Yeah. And we see shadows outside. And so he goes in to the same office that Beauty had run into. And he finds... Well, yeah, because he's trying to find the guy who ran the gas station and right. there's nobody there. And he's not just traipsing on in. He's walking around. He's knocking. He's trying to find, yelling for this He's guy. sort of being respectful-ish, right? He's yeah. like, hey, who's there? Anybody there? I need help. I need help. And then he try, checks the payphone. Payphone doesn't work. Yep. And so then he goes back into the, like, yeah. kind of the backstage the area. The backstage? <laughs> you mean his house? He goes back into the gas station owner's house? The, like the office of the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I he think he lives there. His Louis Vuitton stage area <laughs> <laughs> but he does see the louis vuitton bag yeah i think they call that a forever bag okay. um yes, and he right. sees everything that lynn saw but he also opens the, the to-go takeout box yeah, yeah and sees the ear he with the many the piercings ear. yeah and then he and that's when he's on alert and he, yeah and he draws his hand cannon and then he sees the clippings on the wall that's tar- oh, that are yeah. talking about the nuclear blast oh, and like God. the miners one kind of like the exposition dump for this it part is. Of it's a story. visual exposition dump. Yeah. yeah, and then we see um, family disappeared or like town saddened by all these mysterious desert disappearances. He starts to realize something might be a foot. A, a foot. Something yes. is the foot now. But with his extra <laughs> ear now, he can hear the he guy is. who owns the gas station in the outhouse. So he goes not out there. Pooping, not pooping. Well, we don't. He know. might be pooping. So he goes out there and he goes and opens the outhouse door, and the guy's just sitting there with the yeah. shotgun. With the shotgun and Buffalo. Bob is like, hey, put the gun down, put the gun down. What's his face is like, I shouldn't have helped them, and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, and he's like, I can't do it anymore, and then yeah, he blows sh- his head he off. He shoots himself in the And head. you yeah. see it, man. This is pretty startling, man. Like, yeah. I, I was not expecting him to blow his head off this graphically. I did think he was going <laughs> to kill himself. I didn't think we'd see the whole thing, but yeah. we see the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We see it, and it's gross. Almost immediately after, we hear, Daddy, which is really weird. Is that what it said? Yeah, yeah it was said. Someone was calling him Daddy or calling for Daddy. And somebody he mentioned that on the Instagram or Facebook post about asking what the scariest moment of the movie was. And I think this is a pretty creepy one because it's just so weird. Yeah, normally when I hear that, it's very different connotations. I don't yeah. like it in that connotation I don't either. either. I don't like that. I don't like uh, that kind of stuff. I don't, okay. So anyway, so we do he hear... He responds to this by backing up and shooting everywhere, including into a bush. No, he just backs up into the bush. This yeah. is how you could tell he has no actual training about what he's doing. No! He shoots the gun wildly four times and then trips into a bush. I don't think it's that he doesn't have any training. I think that he's never really been challenged in the field that much. So That's when true. There is I do talk scary, to police officers who don't shoot their gun ever, like right, outside yeah. of training. I'm yeah. going to they're going to go check an alarm. They're going to fire seven shots into the dark building. Yeah. And into the bushes. And then fall into the bush in the out front. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's how you survive. And then get clobbered. Cop 101, Mike. Yeah. Don't you know police Duh. officers? That's how they write them up. They're like, yeah, you went to go check a dark building. You just shot a lot at it and then fell outside and it's all on camera. And <laughs> It's hilarious. We are definitely watching it at the Christmas party. So all anyway, right. he backs away from the outhouse. Here's daddy being whispered at him. Yes. He shoots four times, falls into a bush and then, and then gets jumped, gets right? gets into a car. Oh, that's right. Like he hasn't seen Urban Legend and knows that you always check the back seat. 
because he gets into the one car that the mutant is sitting in the back seat. In all of. fairness, there is only one car. Well, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, and but then he doesn't have the keys. He yeah. does have the keys because oh. he tried to start the car earlier and it wouldn't start. That's why he went out to Far the outhouse, mm-hmm. right? But the guy who was saying daddy's right behind him and then hits him in the head. No, just starts beating his head, his head against, against the, the, the stuff. Windows. Yeah. Then yeah. he's all bloody and then he gets dragged down into the mine and yeah. we just don't see him for the next little bit. And there's some mutants dragging him down and on like a cart or something. Yeah, it's like, like a mine Ooh. shaft thing where you would like put coal or whatever. Yeah. After we see Buffalo Bill dude get dragged down to the mine shaft, it cuts to them at the camp. Yeah. Brenda's walking around trying to find Bobby because he's just still laying on the Oh, that's right. She waited quite a long time to go look for him. She's got shit to do. She's got a baby and stuff. No, No, it's the other sister. The other sister She had to get a tan. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) They find Bobby and they go back and they're in the Airstream. They've already found him. He's got this big cut on his head. His mom's cleaning him up. Honestly, they're like putting, I don't think they're like stitching it, like like stitches, but they're like putting medical tape on it. Like yeah, yeah. He gets pretty good medical attention for being out in the middle of the desert. That's yeah, all he I'm does. Saying. Maybe the mom's a nurse. Kid, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then they hear a noise outside. And so Bobby gets the gun and he's kind of creeping around looking to see what's going on. And then we we find out they've let Beast go because Beast was chained up outside the Airstream. The mutants have let him go. Oh, yeah. you thought the mutants let him go? No, he broke free. I thought he oh, broke no. free. Yeah. Beast was like, where is Beast? And then yeah. he broke free to search for his love. He's Something. like, how am I going to not? He says, how? Because <laughs> he's howling? As a moon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should have been a dick, Beast. I Maybe mean, it is your fault. So yeah, Beast is gone. Whether the mutants let him out or he got <laughs> off himself, I choose to believe he got off himself because he wanted to kill I everyone. I always get off myself. <laughs> we know, Mikey. So I choose to believe that he got off the chain himself because he wanted to go avenge beauty. But then we hear a noise and no, it's Bobby Doug. freaks out, grabs his grabs his gun and goes outside and notices that Beast has escaped, not let go. And then Doug shows up and then he pulls the gun on Doug. Yeah. And Doug's like, stop pointing the gun oh, at me. Yeah, my teddy bear. Oh yeah. my god! Because he's like just covered in the loot that he's stolen from these cars. He's like just come back from Disney World and he's got like he bags. Looks like it's not Disney World. No, it's like a state fair. No, it's Times where Square, he... New York. He's got like the big car crater hat on. Yeah, he's like, got the number a one pinwheel. finger. He's like he just like cleaned up at ring toss. Brought back a bunch of gifts for his family. <laughs> I used all my tickets, guys. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm, this. I don't know, man. None of this shit really matters it does. until Billy Bob, yeah, until so Buffalo everybody Bill. Everybody goes to sleep. Okay, so everybody goes to sleep. Doug and Lynn are going to sleep in the car. Bobby is afraid. And Why Bobby would you saying, split up? I know, That's because so they don't dumb. take the threat seriously yet. But Bobby, Bobby tells him, Bobby comes clean at that point. He, he tells Doug, he's like, hey, Something killed Beauty. No, I don't think this is when he tells. It, it is. does. It is. He says, "I don't want to tell anybody to freak him out, but yeah. Beauty got gutted." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he says, "Beauty got gutted out there. Something killed Beauty. We are not alone out here." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Don't worry about it. I'm sure it was just whatever. Let's yeah. go to sleep." And your dad will be back soon. Yeah, your dad will be back. It's fine. And let's all go to sleep. And if your dad isn't back by midnight, we'll all somehow magically wake up and then we'll and then go it out. find him. Yeah. yeah, which is dumb, but does introduce a ticking clock. If it you will, does I will. <laughs> <laughs> But the only reason, (laughs) the only reason Doug and Lynn wanted to be alone is so they can make baby version two. Well, that window is sweaty when he goes. It is. Yeah. That's what I was going to point <laughs> out, Mikey. Of course you noticed that, too. Of course. We Titanic did not talk about this. It was. You almost <laughs> see like a hand and like, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so funny that you saw that, too. Okay. 
Anyway, so cut to Bobby in the trailer with Brenda and the baby. And he's looking at his watch and it's almost midnight. Mm -hmm. And then you hear. You hear the dog barking. Yeah. And and I'm making air quotes. Roof, roof. It doesn't sound like Beast. Yeah, that's a dog howling. (laughs) That sounded like. like a cartoon character finding another cartoon <laughs> character sexy. Oh, oh. <laughs> like the <Steve> goes out <laughs> <here>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and get blanket. Yeah. So, but that draws Bobby outside. Yes, yeah. Who is scared shitless two seconds before? Now he's like, time to run into the dark again. Yeah, he does have a gun on him though, which is yeah. not and a great so idea. So he goes out to the car, and this is when he wakes them up, and he's like, something fucked up. Yeah. Is oh no, on. they they were awake. <laughs> They were clearly away. He distracts them. Yeah, because Doug is like, get the fuck out of here, Bobby. And while (laughs) I'm trying to bone your sister. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) All right. So then um, we're cutting to inside the airstream, and Brenda is asleep and she's got um, earbuds in, and we see a really weird hand like stroking her hand. Yeah, and this is real weird. So, like, Bobby is like drawn out of the airstream to go talk to Doug, and then immediately one of the mutants is in the airstream with Brenda. Mm-hmm. What the is mom happening? is still in there asleep. He's the biggest mutant, but he doesn't make any noise coming inside. He's very soft-footed. Well, and she also has earbuds in. Yeah, and oh. you know you know how loud those early iPhone earbuds got, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so then we see, like, something catches on fire. No, the guy, well, because Bobby starts to come back in, the guy who looks like the big dude from Goonies mm-hmm. we'll says Goonies. now or whatever. And then cut to Billy Goat Bob Thornton on the Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Cut to Buffalo <laughs> Bill yards away. And then they, they doing his all. best Jesus Christ pose over a Joshua tree. that's then lit on fire. It's Burning Man. <laughs> it is. He is, is the Burning Man in the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so the dad is tied to the tree and is burning to death. And so everyone runs to him except for Brenda, right. who's in the car, who's in the airstream getting attacked by Goonies. Yeah, and Doug is like, Brenda, watch the baby, and then runs to the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, Bobby runs into the airstream while Brenda's being attacked and gets the, no, it's Doug that goes into the airstream, and he grabs the fire extinguisher from uh-huh. the airstream while Brenda's getting attacked yeah. and says nothing. His baby's in there, too. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Who get a baby when, like, a fire spontaneously erupts? And there's a, someone in that airstream attacking somebody. But I don't think he saw that. Yeah, they were behind the curtain. Yeah, oh I guess so. God. I'm not exactly sure how they didn't. I don't, I, this but yeah, the logistics of the airstream do, yeah. I don't like this at all. Um, but so he runs out and he tries to fire extinguish this giant tree that the dad is tied to and now burning. It doesn't work. The dad dies. It's sad. Spoiler alert. It does not work. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but <laughs> I was sad because he's like, I could do it. Shh. Uh-huh. It is sort of a sad scene. I don't think the acting in this whole thing is great, but yeah. this is sort of a sad scene. Like, it is, yeah. It is the worst thing that they think they're going to experience that On night. their anniversary, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't quite make it. I think it was the next day. Yeah, possibly. This is like juxtaposed with a legit rape that's happening yep. in the Airstream. Yeah, because a second guy goes into the Airstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the first guy, I think she like screams. He gets real upset and he just starts trashing the trailer. Oh, it's because the, the lizard, lizard, he hits the guy with the gun. Because he's got the hand, he got the dad's hand cannon. Yeah, because the the uh, the other guy was gonna try to 
attack her and he's like you gotta be man to do that and then he gets real mad and trashes the trailer and it's just I hate this scene yeah I don't yeah, like this scene at all either like, there's so much really horrible shit that happens so fast it's weird Awful. Brenda gets raped and fortunately that's almost glossed over a little bit like you see you don't see it yeah we it know it's happening it could have been a lot worse it's, because we see a look of enjoyment on his face and him making like the house what you're saying thing. is the O face you yeah. see him finishing mm-hmm. yeah it's for like sure a mutant version of ugh, it's, yeah yeah I mean I'm glad that we don't see more of it. This was edited down from NC-17. So I imagine that there was probably more that got I'd imagine there was a lot more of this. And I bet the other stuff that was edited out was when he was nursing on Lynn, which is real weird. Yep. Anyway, so Lynn runs back in, sees what's happening with Brenda, tries to help on some level, mm-hmm. and then well, no, he... Because- that, that stuff's got done because Lizard sees her, pulls the gun on the baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, before... He eats the bird, too. Before oh, all yeah. of the attacks started happening, he just just bites the head off the bird and starts dripping the blood in his mouth. And so then um, Lynn walks in and sees that this monster lizard man is holding her baby. And she, to her credit, whacks him in the head with a frying yeah, pan. Yeah, even though he's holding her baby. I mm-hmm. thought that was like insane and sort of awesome. It was awesome, yeah. But the baby's on the ground. The baby, the, kind of a cool shot because Lizard pulls the gun and points it out at the baby. And the baby's hand kind of reaches up at it. I was like, oh, that must have been a mistake. Apparently, they had a really hard time filming that because the baby kept playing with the gun. Yeah. Yeah. So they're pointing the gun at the baby, and then Lizard goes over and starts assaulting Lynn also. Like nursing on Lynn. It's real fucked up. Earlier, she was breastfeeding Mm -hmm. the... Well, she looks like a new mom. And to their, to their credit, this movie does not try and like pick someone who's like super skinny to be the mom of the she baby. She does look like she, she looks like a new mom. Yeah. Well, then also there's a baby. So, I mean, they put two and two together. This is the most disturbing part of the movie for me. And I just want to say, fuck this movie because I don't want to watch that. That was the thing that got me. Really? Not, not the I, rape? I didn't like any of I mean, the I didn't like the rape. But yeah, that's it's a specific. Well, I didn't think you'd enjoy the rape. Yeah. Fine. Nursing is hard. Nursing, this whole scene was just. It was. It was. And, I, and, and, and what bothers me about this film is that I feel like all of the horror, all of the scary stuff is built around this one scene, which is like, mm-hmm. this is the horror of the horror movie is these terrible people have come in to, to hurt the most innocent people of the group and, and do that before anybody else. And I imagine that it is, um, I, I think the point they were trying to make is this is like the sanctity of the family getting corrupted by these outside forces. And I could see the parallel being this like scenic mind community that the government comes in and corrupts by blowing it up. So I can see the parallel there. I just don't think it's a strong enough connection to justify this. And it just, it's just really upsetting. It's hard. I don't know. It's hard no, I think it's, I think it's, to. I think they just do. I think they went for the most disturbing to try to upset the audience. And I don't think yeah, there was really too. a point for it. It's too far for me. I think I find it a little bit exploitive. I actually had to go downstairs and like get some anxiety oil after it. Cause it just really bothered me. It's not as bad as I was expecting it to be because I read the summary of this when I was doing some research and it just really got in my head about it. Um, so then the mom comes in. Who just watched her husband get mama burned bear. alive. Yeah, mom. And bear. then she gets shot right in the chest. In the stomach. I, I guess think. it is in yeah, the stomach. Yeah, but it yeah. blows her back too. Well, I mean, that is a pretty big gun. Yeah, it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So it blows her back against the wall. You assume she's dead. Yeah. And then Lynn takes a screwdriver. And I don't know, man, I'm not blaming Lynn's death on Lynn, but she chooses to stab the guy in the leg and not a place that would actually kill him. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's very traumatic to have a mutant mess with Attacking you. Attacking you. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. 
But anyway, so he but pulled, yeah. he he then has plenty of time to shoot her in the head and, and do, he does. does just that. Yeah, yeah. And then the family's not noticing any of this. It is weird. Like I I don't feel like we ever get a clear visual of what the layout of this airstream I mean, is because it seems like there are things that happen that should be feet away from other people yeah. that those people don't see. And I like, think that's part of what well, frustrates they're me. out by the fire, but like there's gunshots going off and stuff, right. and like they finally notice. And it's not like the fire is far away from the airstream; it's right outside the airstream. So like you. Would definitely hear any like if someone got up to get fucking cornflakes out of the pantry, you'd hear it by where the fire is. It's a little further away than that. It looked about fifty to hundred yards. And what I imagine but, is is that there's just so much going on. And if this is your family, because the family is just kind of getting ripped apart all from all yeah. kinds of different angles, I imagine it just would be hard to focus on or see the bigger picture of everything that's going on. Because when you see these really disturbing things. That's what you're focusing on. So that's, you know, that's, I think, what that's kind of saying. All right. So then Doug comes back into the airstream and sees, first sees that Mama Bear has been shot. Yeah. And then turns around and sees that his wife is dead on the floor. And I would think that he would see the wife first. So then he's like cradling her head and she's not quite dead yet because she kind of gasps up. Which is insane because she was shot in the head. Right. I mean, that sort of stuff has happened. I'm not saying medically that could never happen, but it is just very unexpected. I think it's for extra sad. Sadness is what I, I, I do that's think, the only thing I can imagine. I do think they peppered extra sadness on this scene a little bit. Oh, she died on her. Make her die again. Yeah, exactly. exactly. He didn't get to see her die. Yeah. And then we realized that the baby's gone. Yes, that they stole the baby. The little Bobby sees them running off with the baby and fires four rounds at them, which could have hit the baby and no one runs after them. Yeah, because they're all just sad and upset. Because yeah. I think Bobby's still out looking at the dad and they're trying to get the dad back. Well, he comes back and sees them running off the baby and then he's like, pop, 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 pop. Oh, yeah, wasting bullets. And I don't think he, Bobby knows that they have the baby, but yeah. one of them is limping. Lizard's limping. I would have chased them down and shot them in the fucking face. Well, yes. Beast does because Beast, I think it's Goggle, which is the oh, one. Oh, Beast I think, already did this. Did he? Well, this is the one I think that was eating the dog's leg earlier. Yeah. Yeah. He got revenge for his beauty. He did. Yes. Yeah, it, because he jumps either, on yeah. Goggle and like bites his throat. And out. that happens either before the scene or after, but Beast hunts down the killer of his girl. It's actually a really fun scene because he takes his goggles off. He's like, what's that? Because like you see like a thing going in the background. He's like, what's going on? Then he puts his goggles back on and then Beast comes and takes the chunk out of his neck. From his throat. Yeah. yeah. They switched it up. And this is the only time they do that. Beast is the movie. <laughs> yeah. I would watch a Beast spinoff movie. Absolutely. I want a shot for shot remake, but we only follow Beast. I want the origin story where Beauty and Beast fall in love. So now Doug is talking to the mom. And oh, wait. Dad. Hang on. Hold on. Beast rips off Goggles' arm that's holding oh, yeah, a walkie-talkie the and then brings it back to the... Oh, so Beast like literally brings back the walkie-talkie with an arm that he's ripped off Goggle mm-hmm. to help them. Yeah. Like He's like, hey, I don't know how to use this machine, but you'll need it. I'll meet you at the town and yeah. we'll murder no, no, together. Like, I need you to find the town so we can go together yeah. to get our revenge. That is Fun what facts. happens. This whole movie does not happen the way it happens without Beast. Yeah. He rips a guy's arm off after chewing his throat off and drags the arm back to the trailer and just drops it. God damn it. Beast is my... I want a t-shirt with Beast on it and like a walkie-talkie arm Mm -hmm. in his mouth. This is all I want. Beast (laughs) o'clock. Anyway, cut back to the trailer. So Bobby and Doug are arguing. Right, back at the Airstream. Mm -hmm. And then they hear somebody saying, Goggle, goggle, outside. And I thought it was on a radio. You guys said, no, it's outside. I thought it was was their CB. Yeah, but it's not. And so um, Bobby does the only logical thing you can do and just sprays bullets through the door, hoping to... 
get something productive happening. So then they open up and they creepy crawly out and they find the severed arm and it is Goggle. And well, it's Goggle's it's arm. Goggle's arm. Yeah. They're talking to Goggle. It's goggles. not all of Goggle. I'm sorry. It is a radio. Yes. Jim was right the whole yeah. time. Not Cuba Gooding Jr. No. It no. is uh-huh. a severed arm from Goggle with yeah. the radio in it. Show me the frequency. The best part of the scene is that <laughs> the best part of the scene is that none of them even question how this arm gets in front of the trailer. No, none of them do. They're just like, a walkie-talkie. Holy shit, an arm. And then they start picking it up, and they hear Jupiter saying, you got to kill them all. It's because Beast lended them a hand. Oh, shit. I love it. He is man's best friend. Yeah. And so he hears that Jupiter's going to finish them all off, and then they hear a baby crying on the radio. Yeah. And this is when um, Doug is like, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Exactly. So they hear the baby crying and then Doug asks, how many bullets you got in that gun? Woohoo! A clip and a half. And so then they start hatching their evil plan. Yeah, their evil plan? Sorry. I like to say evil plan. All right. So then we see Doug going off and he's got Beast and his bat with him. And he's probably got a gun too. No, he doesn't have a he gun. He doesn't have a gun. Because he doesn't like guns. He doesn't know how to use them, which is smart for him. You yeah. Know? Um, and so he finds part of the mine and he goes down and he sees like the mine graveyard. And Beast is kind of leading him and like following the trail because Beast is the real hero of this movie. Beast is the only hero of this movie. Mm-hmm. And then we see Ruby <laughs> is in there. Or he sees Ruby crawling around on the rocks. Or we see him. I'm not exactly sure. I don't think they see Ruby. But so Ruby either. is in the scene. Ruby yeah. is just always kind of in the shadows. And then they see the town. And he's like, oh, hooray, I'm rescued now. And it's very much Nuketown. Like, it's the oh, town yeah. that they nuked the test for these built. tests. And if you've seen Modern Warfare, it's one of the multiplayer maps called Nuketown. And if you're not a, uh, a, a nerd, yeah. video game guy. Or if you're too busy playing RuneScape. Or too busy having sex. <laughs> <laughs> wow. For the record, <laughs> while I was a Twitch streamer, I was having a lot of sex, so was your but my girlfriend, girlfriend was having a lot more sex. More sex. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Then Brenda is lighting a tire on fire. Yes. But, well, so Brenda's lighting the tire on fire because she wants to create a lot of smoke and uh-huh. tires burn forever and create a lot of black Which smoke. Which I learned for the first time today. So yeah. Thank you, Todd. And um, fun fact from bags. me. Um, yeah. And then Bobby is setting a fishing line trap or perimeter, I'll say. It's not really a trap, yeah. but it is a perimeter to let them know when the baddies come back. Mm-hmm. Not a tumbleweed-proof perimeter. As it is we not tumbleweed-proof. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. they're setting traps. Bobby and Brenda start kind of arguing, but then they're hugging, and they're just really upset because they've just watched both their parents die. And sister. It's been a bad night. So then Doug gets to the town, and we see that it's the weird mannequin fallout town, and it's pretty creepy. And so he looks in a window, and he sees... Catherine, who's the baby on the bed and he's about to kind of creepy crawl in to get her. But then he sees a mutant with like a neck brace. So he sees neck brace mutant dragging the feet of a That's corpse. the neck brace my grandmother wore when we went when we uh, watched <laughs> Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. When she turned to you and he said, this is terrible. <laughs> yes. That's why she had to turn her whole body because that Aww. was that neck brace. <laughs> um, so then he goes into the house with the bat. Oh, no. He hides from the mutant in some car with mattress springs all around it. He goes into the house with the bat and then he sees her character name is actually called Big Mama. And it's this bald woman just brushing a wig. And She's so- watching divorce court, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. She's watching <laughs> what everyone else watches. She's a normal person. Well, all these right. people know English and stuff. 
yeah. and they know how to do walkie talkies. Bro, they're in Arizona. These people voted for John McCain for Senate. It's 2006. That, that, that checks out, right? <laughs> <laughs> they are about to vote for him for president, too. So he picks up the baby. The baby is strangely quiet and sneaks past and he's almost out of the house, but then Big Mama smashes him with an axe. Okay. So, and this is the second time that we think he's dead. Maybe it's Yeah, so like he gets hit in the head with what sounds like an axe. You don't truthfully get a good look at it. And I looked at Jen at this point. I was like, oh, so he's dead? He's just dead? It was a yeah. blunt object. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it has to have been a like a bat or something. It could not have been an axe. But the sound effect they use, like this is not good Foley. Mikey, they should have hired you for Foley work because yeah. this like sounds a, like an axe. Like yeah. yeah, it should have been a thud, less of a, like a stabbing sound. And then he and then wakes the up. Laughter. The baby never cries. No. I know. Best baby in the world. Maybe the baby's dead the whole time. So then he wakes Ooh. up in a, this is a very dark reading it of this really movie. Is. <laughs> the baby yeah. died a week ago. Well, Beast is here. So he wakes up in what is sort of like a freezer, but uh, it's not giant frozen. Tupperware container. It yeah. is, yeah. D- giant Tupperware container is better. Full of body parts. Mm-hmm. It would be a freezer, but it had a see-through plastic cover. Yeah. Yes. And it's got Ugh. a lock on it. It does. But it's not a very effective lock because he almost immediately breaks out of it by just pounding on it with his arm. Give it 30 good punches and you're out of there, guys. Yeah. Don't give up. He panic punched out. So he panic punches out of the Tupperware full of body parts. No, not who no, not like that. I just meant like a bad situation. Thirty no, punches. We to get know out. what you meant. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> that wasn't sexual. Mikey to get out of a commitment is like that hallway scene from the movie Raid. He's like <laughs> punching commitment in the face down the hallway, no matter how hard it comes after He's him. Always- anyway, so he gets out of the Tupperware container full of body parts, mm-hmm. and then what happens after that? Now he's got the bat again. Yes, yeah, because they put the bat on top of the Tupperware, and he goes and he sees like there's mannequins all over this house, but now he also sees the dead. Buffalo Bill's burned body. Oh yeah, and it's got an American flag stabbed. Through it's the top from of the antenna. Mm-hmm. It's from That's their right. car. Were, yeah. they, were they trying to go for some sort of meaning about all this? Probably, I but it was lost know. on me, yeah. man. Because it, now someone is singing the national anthem, and I have. I think it's supposed to be ominous and creepy, and they. Yeah, I think so too. It is. It's and ominous it and creepy. Me. So then we see this man in the chair, and he's got like hydrocephalitis, and his head. What? Is, that's true. That's a that's a that's, true thing. Yeah, that's when your head's. Oh, I didn't realize that you were a doctor. Well, I do. I didn't go to eight years. But his head is more than just swollen. It's like elongated. So he looks like the alien. From uh, the the Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. No, from the movie The Alien. So we see a man who's in, he's wearing like underwear and he's in this. (laughs) He's wearing Lucy's. He's wearing wearing Lucy's. His corset has already been removed. The alien's retired now in a walking chair wearing Whitey Lucy's. That's what it is. Uh (laughs) So he's in this wheelchair and he's got hydrocephalitis and his head is really elongated and it looks like it's too heavy for him. Can to I ask up. what hydrocephalitis is for those people who are not it's medical the doctors swelling out there? Of the brain where they have to drill a hole in the brain to let to, to reduce the swelling. Oh, all right, cool. It's like yeah. lots of fluid filling your brain. I'll okay. link what it. So also, is. this guy seems to be the brains of the operation. Oh. Well, he's got the biggest head. So and he, he, well, has, he does the commands on the radio. Yeah, and he's got the most exposition to dump because that's what he does. Yeah, he does. He's also probably the only one of the mutants that can carry on a conversation. So yes, yeah, he gets that honor. Yes. But and he immediately is saying, "You did this to us. You made us." what we've become. They And he launches into the story when this man's just kind of batting around his house trying to hunt down some mutant guys. Uh, I think he's just trying to find his baby, really. I don't is. think he's on yeah, the hunt. Yeah. yeah, But he he's like, I don't want to listen to your damn story. I need my baby. You yeah, know? I, I want my baby back. Um, yeah. It's a weird part of the movie where the guy like takes takes five minutes to talk about like the bombs and the mine and your people. I'm mean, like, what are you talking about? What do you mean, you, my people? And you so know, like, here's what, what do you mean, you people? Exactly. Exactly. This scene is somewhat effective because he starts to laugh. Mm-hmm. And then is it Doug? Doug's like, what are you laughing at? He goes, it's 
breakfast time. Yeah, that creeps and me then out. The dude from the Goonies, <laughs> then Goonies goes, runs oh, in. Oh yeah, yeah, he runs in like the fucking the Kool Aid Man and like busts the door down. I don't think that he uses a door for the rest of his life. I don't think so Did you no, notice that? He yeah. busts through like nine doors in this house. Mm-hmm. Or walls or whatever. And not even the wall you think he's going to bust through. It's never the wall you think it's going to bust through. <laughs> That's the magic of Kool-Aid Man. But yeah, so he busts through the wall like Kool-Aid Man with an axe and starts fighting Yeah, Doug. but then Beast to the rescue and Beast jumps on him, allowing Doug just enough time to hide in a bathroom and then trap Beast out there forever by putting a gigantic... Yeah, Doug is not an ally to the Beast. No, no. he's not. So Beast goes into Beast mode and is mm-hmm. fighting the guy with the axe. It's a long, drawn-out fight. You don't see it because it cuts to Doug pushing an old tub in front of the yeah. door mm-hmm. and being scared. Yeah. You know what's more interesting to watch? Beast rip Goonies fucking arm exactly. away. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, there is a better horror movie homeward bound in this. There yes. is. Michael J. Fox is the voice of Beast. <laughs> We're doing it. Aww. So this is when uh, Goonies Kool-Aid man's through the wall on the other side. He picks Again, up Doug this is by the second throat. time in 30 seconds he's yeah. run through a wall. And yes, you're right, Jen. He does grab Dougie Doug by the 30 throat. Mm-hmm. And then throws him against the throw. He throws him against the wall. I <laughs> know oh, he throws it like, like there's a big indoor plate glass window. He throws him through as well. Yeah, yeah. and then I wrote Well, they, there's a plate glass window because Goonies can't use doors. So he's knocked down shitloads of walls and they just had to replace it with whatever they have laying around. And so then he, they're like pickaxe and bat fighting. And this is really cool because uh, oh, I like this too. cuts the bat in half with his pickaxe and then Doug takes the bat and stabs him in the chest. Because it makes like a big toothpick, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and a it's spear. Be good. I guess um, spear is probably a better. <laughs> yeah. But then, um, what did you say? Toothpick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am ashamed. It's a little of size discrepancy. Guys there. out there. Todd's a deadly weapon. What is a spear if not a big toothpick? <laughs> <laughs> Also, we hear Beast get injured and we don't know if he's alive or dead. And oh, so that, no. that's where my mind's at for the rest yeah. of the film. Because Doug doesn't care. Yeah. All right. But then Goonies rips this bat out and power moves, smacks Doug in the head with him and then punches him through the wall. And now they're in a saloon like in the Old West. Oh, he's yeah. No, hiding he, under the table. Yeah. He cuts his like two of his fingers off. Yeah. I almost... I, I gagged a little bit at this point. Yeah, you did. So he pickaxes his finger off, and then Doug goes and hides under the table, and Goonies is just pickaxing all over the place. And this scene, the guy who plays Goonies is doing work. Like, mm-hmm. he swings his axe. I, I mean, it almost looks like the director was just like, go nuts in this room. Yeah. Because he hits the chair, the chair gets stuck to the axe, and he's just like breaking the chair over the axe. It's insane. Yeah. And then he pickaxes to the table, and you think he's going to get Dougie Doug. Mm-hmm. Well, Doug, Doug, yeah, because Doug has a... He holds up the screwdriver, screwdriver oh mm-hmm. and he starts crying. He's like, please don't kill yeah, me. Yeah, and he's kind of given up. And so now and Goonies, Goonies molests his he head is. with the axe. He's just savoring Savor- the kill. It's the, it's the scene from The Patriot where uh, Mel Gibson is almost going to be beheaded. It's the it's a reenactment of the scene. I didn't like American Braveheart as much as I liked the original, <laughs> the original Braveheart. Yeah. Yeah, so then true. he goes to like ax him and he goes, just kidding, I'm not sad. And then mm-hmm. stabs him in the foot for he some stabs reason. His foot. Yeah, he stabs, stabs him through the foot. And then he grabs the American flag out of the dad's head because Goonies is now trapped to the floor because he's got a screwdriver through his toe. Right. And he American flag stabs him through right. the throat. Because who would want to just stab him in the head with the screwdriver? You want to stab him in the foot keep him there, run, get an American flag, then run back and then put that in his head. It's much more symbolic. Yeah. That's how you yeah. make a point, man. Although I do think because Dougie Dougie was uh, on the groundy ground, he couldn't reach his heady head, so he had mm-hmm. to stab his footy toe. Yeah. 
I think so, too. You would obviously go for the nuts. Well said, Todd. You can call me Toddy Todd. Toddy Todd. Oh, pardon me. Pardon me. No. <laughs> yeah, you would go for the nuts. No, you, man, you go through the throat. But you think about how much fun it would be. If you're like on the ground. Think about how much fun it would be to stab me. I mean, nuts. I can't fight that logic, you know. <laughs> He's probably like seven. <laughs> he pulled out that screwdriver. It looks like a shish kebab. Full of testicles, Jen. Because <laughs> he's immune. Gross. He has more than two. Jen. Jen. At this point, Goonies is dead. Yeah, Goonies is all And you up. think that Dougie Doug is going to turn on Brainy Brain, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He just walks out. And this is when you hear Beast is still alive mm-hmm. and goes full on Beast mode on Brain. Oh, but not before Brain says, kill the baby. Kill the baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and then, then Beast goes, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> and then fucks him up. Right. And it's this point, there's some sort of, we're supposed to be like, Believing that Doug has transformed as some sort of Rambo mutant killer. Yep. But he does see neck brace mutant outside and he pickaxes that guy right in the eye and he doesn't even hesitate. Right. Yeah. No, he jumps him. Yeah. And he has more blood on him than like Rambo does in first blood. Like he is head to toe covered in blood. All right. So now we see that Ruby has got the baby and evil or lizard is. Well, because lizard was going to go kill the baby and Ruby switched the baby out with a pig. But we also see piglet. Yes. But we also see Doug trying to go to the crib to get the baby. And we find out that Ruby has switched that baby with a doll, too. So Ruby's got it all figured out. She's a baby thief, man. She yeah. I think or she's is she a, a baby rescuer. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't think she has malicious intent. I don't think yeah. so either. I think she's good. So Obviously, Ruby, she looks the least mutiny. All right. So now we start to see back at the airstream, Brenda and Bobby. Oh yeah. Have been um, bamboozled by a tumbleweed who yes. set off their tripwire. Or did it? Or did because it. there is somebody afoot. There right? is the murder is the foot, and so uh, <laughs> somebody has taken the mom. The mom's dead body out of the car. Mama bear. Yeah. Yeah. And, and But just to eat. He does take the body up and then you, was it Bobby? Well, no, Bobby? they split up because like, split up. so Brenda and Bobby run back to the truck or the SUV or whatever. And they're like, where's mom? Where's mom? Mm-hmm. And then they decide to split up to look for her. Yeah. And, and Bobby finds Brenda her. Brenda just didn't want to go because she's terrified. That's possible. But Brenda's also setting up the trap in the Airstream. That's true. So it's like she was, we don't hear oh, this. No, you do He goes, go, go to the, go into the tree and set it up. Yeah. He throws a line away like that. Oh my God. So he goes after whoever took the mom's body with mm-hmm. the gun with yeah. that has plenty of bullets. It's got like nine bullets. This mm-hmm. scene is so infuriating because yes. they've, they've created some sort of mousetrap-esque trap with the trailer. So he goes up the canyon. You hear, mm-hmm. which is this dude. Who may or may not be Rob Zombie. He does kind of look like Rob Zombie. He does. <laughs> so yeah, so this guy who looks a lot like Rob Zombie comes out from behind the <laughs> rock. So instead of shooting him, because we have established that he knows how to shoot a gun. Yeah, and he walks up on this dude, eat literally eating his mother from the inside out, just yes. like eating stuff Not from her stomach. Not in the gross way. Even the even grosser, disturbing, terrible way. Right. The, the logical thing to do would be to just aim and kill this person. And shoot. But yeah. what he does is he, now, okay, he is probably in a lot of shock. and Sure, very that would be a shocking thing to come across seeing yeah. someone eat he your knew mother. that's what was happening. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy stops eating his mom and starts running at him and instead of like taking aim and shooting him, he just shoots wildly no, a few run, times he and starts away. to run away. Says, yeah. Boop, 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 boop. And I was like, he's like, don't worry, this is part of the plan. And it is part of the plan, <laughs> is. which is real dumb. Like, he should have just killed him. Because Rob Zombie almost pickaxes him with a throw. Also, he shoots him in the arm. Oh, yeah. I he does that. hit him. 
Yeah, so, he could have just turned around and finished them so off. So then yeah. they go hide in the airstream. Rob Zombie, pu- not Rob Zombie, where we're going to get sued. Not Rob Zombie punches through the airstream. Guys, it's Rob Zombie. It's definitely <laughs> Rob Zombie, one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> punches into the airstream, grabs Brenda, which I imagine is even more traumatic because it's very similar to what just happened to her. And so they like trap his arms and have like tied him to through the, the clever trailer. use of bungee cords, right? And so then they run out of the airstream. Setting they don't off. run out of it because uh, they don't okay. run out of it because the matches so, oh, are that's set. Right. They win on a the punch out door. of it. So by the time they're both trapped in the airstream with this guy on the outside, there is gas leaking from those propane tanks and matches by the front door. That's, if he, instead yeah. of going to the side window to grab her, went in the front door, they'd all be dead. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, so much has to go right in this plan for them not to die. It's insane. Yeah. So, listeners, just to sum it up, their big plan was, sis, you go in there, turn on the propane tanks, get the, fill it with gas, get the matches ready in the front door, I'm going to go shoot at him a bunch till I run out of bullets and then run back into the inside the propane tanks. Yeah, and we'll just cross our fingers and hope this whole mousetrap thing yeah. works out. And in that 30-minute conversation and trap setting, not one of them went, oh, wait, couldn't you just shoot him with a gun? Right. Yeah. Don't you already know how to use a gun and you have them right in your hand that's yeah. loaded? Wasn't that already like set up in the script? With yeah. clear shots? Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyways, but, I mean, explosions are kind of cool. So he opens the door and it match sets off the explosion. They, they, they go out the other window. Yeah, they go they out the do. window. So they get to say, a safe yeah. distance. So if he had just seen them running out the other way he would have just not run to the front door of the airstream and the night like doug probably will wander back with a baby and blow the whole thing up yeah not a right. good plan you've got a gun in your hand use your head guys after the airstream blows up we cut back to dougie doug at the top of the hill chasing down ruby and lizard like this this whole thing is coming together right <laughs> and he finds the man that's been inside him this whole well, time yeah and then, and then ruby <laughs> tries to hand the baby off to doug yes but and lizard she gets speared by lizard yeah and then we're like, oh my gosh, she laid on the baby. Yeah, she does. The baby's fine. Yeah. Yes. 100%. It's been dead for weeks. Anyway, so Lizard and Dougie are fighting, like legit yeah. fighting. I'm pretty sure Lizard gets shot at one point. Yeah, Doug beats the shit out of him with the, the oh, rifle yeah, once because, he's been empowered. Yeah, because he like, I thought this was insane because he hits Lizard like three times Twice. in the face. Once in the shoulder and once in like the stomach with the shotgun. Uh-huh. And then shoots him. Like the only reason to use a shotgun as a bat is if the shotgun doesn't have shells. Like, there's no, you can't shoot. Right. It's also crazy because he beats him, then shoots him twice with a shotgun close range, and then Lizard still wins this fight. Well, technically, yeah, because uh, you think Lizard's dead. Doug drops the shotgun. And takes the baby. And takes the baby, right? And then you see Lizard stand up with the shotgun in his hand because Doug's a fucking idiot yeah. and mm-hmm. dropped it next to so an undead Lizard. style, goes yeah. to shoot Doug and the baby. <laughs> but Ruby says, not and runs her off the cliff (laughs) or runs at him and they fall off the cliff together yes and then cut to back at the trailer right back to the airstream Mm -hmm. we see burned up rob zombie who's impaled on the ground and then Brenda starts screaming and just axes him in the head out of Well, because of Rob Zombie's not dead. Right. And yeah. the only good Rob Zombie is a dead Rob Zombie. Ooh, Ooh, I actually like words. Rob Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I haven't seen he's any nice. of his horror movies, so I don't know if he's a good director, but dude, okay. I loved his music. I think So then Brenda axes him to death, and this is the only thing in the entire fucking movie that a woman does to empower herself, and it's bullshit. And I've got some thoughts about this for later. Huh. I think and, you're right. Yeah, well, I wanted for Ruby. Ruby, I'll, I'll I wanted Brenda to kill Lizard. Like I, I really yeah, I did too. And so then they see Doug and the baby walk and up, and then Doug's like, 
Why the fuck did you blow the trailer? Did you have a yeah. gun? Hey, yeah, where's you know, all our food? Yeah, you know what we need? Food, shelter, and water. Do you have mm-hmm. any of that? No, and you that- blew it up. Well, fuck us then, so I guess we're dead. Yeah, and so then they all die, and that's the end of the movie. Well, they don't all die because it cuts to... More goggles! More goggles. Mm-hmm. And that's the movie. And that is the movie? Question mark? Um, I mean, there is a sequel. Yeah. Well, let's talk final thoughts. Having talked about the movie, Ooh. I still didn't love it. Yeah. It, it Honestly, it feels a lot like My Bloody Valentine, and it's of that era. I just don't think yeah. it's great. It's not executed very well. It was scary in points, but we'll talk about that when we get to scary scale. Yeah, there are parts of this movie that I really dislike strongly, but I don't hate everything about it. There are things yeah. about it. I think it's. I think there are a lot of things about it that are well done, and I think it effectively builds tension. I just don't really like it that much. I think it was too exploitive. Yeah. Exploitative. I think there are scenes. And also the whole plot revolves around the dog chewing the arm off of a person and dragging it to a trailer. I don't think it revolves around that, but that is featured in it. Yes. Well, the the rest of the movie wouldn't have happened. No, I do think that there's an awesome movie that we're not allowed to watch within this movie. About the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think like when we were talking about Brain and his exposition dump, I feel like there is a point that they're trying to make too about the corruption of innocence and like government creating monsters. But I don't think they made that point very well. No, and they they would have got reimbursed for their property anyway if the government was going to test it on nuclear stuff. And they were not in a successful mining town. Maybe use that opportunity to like, I don't know. Yeah, like I think the seeds of that better movie are there. I just don't think they because ex- I think they went too heavy into the gore and I think they kind of lost sight of the point of the movie. And I also think that the narrative this movie seems to be kind of going for is like city man finds his manliness and defends whatever and I'm just not really a fan of that I would rather the women who are actually the ones who are getting hurt and attacked and assaulted be the ones to find that empowerment and get revenge for themselves I don't really consider this a revenge movie no I don't consider it a revenge movie because they went for the baby I don't think they were going for revenge right I think if the baby if they had the baby they would have just tried to run and I think they, they that's, just, that would be the smart thing to right. do yeah these women take all of the burden of the destruction of this family and the men nothing really bad happens to the men but they get all of the, well, the dad dies but the, the other dies, two yeah. yeah the other two are fine but the men get all the glory and that frustrates me because they're other than getting his finger cut off and getting like beat nothing really happens to him you know and the son nothing really happens to him either except for seeing everything terrible happening to the women in his family yeah there's gonna be some therapy for sure oh yeah definitely yeah, right. and i'm not saying that's nothing i'm just saying the women are taking all of the burden well considering the best woman at the end of this movie or the one the woman who's best off was still raped yeah i think the exactly. women have it the worst well, yeah. and then also i feel like this movie tried to do two things like you want the reveal the the revenge plot of my wife got murdered I want to hunt down her killers but they didn't do that they did my baby got kidnapped right. you could have had just as an effective movie if they just kidnapped the baby or if Brenda went out and killed everybody right yeah, and like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, no, I would worked, rather see that that would be cool together there's other interesting things that I think could have been done let's <laughs> talk box office so what do you think the budget of this movie is guys 20 uh, million dollars yeah that's you think 20 million dollars I was gonna guess 15 oh <gasps> shit Jen. Did I win? Yes. Do, 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 do. $15 million. Boop, boop, Come boop, on down. Oh, I lost. Woo. One dollar. How one mu- time I actually make a guess. How much do you guys think it made? This made $157 million domestic. $87 million. Holy shit. Is Did right? you look it up? No. It is exactly not that. Oh. So uh, it, <laughs> made 40, <laughs> it made $41 million domestic, 27 foreign. So it made 69 
Winky Blinky, <laughs> million dollars. <laughs> which is Winky Blinky dollars. Yeah, which is a lot of money on a $15 million budget. <laughs> I guess, but they had like, a, I don't know. I mean, they made money. I can't I, believe they made a sequel. They, they well, did they make a sequel. They made money, so that's why they made a sequel. Yeah, I think it made a lot of money for the kind of movie it is. Like, it's. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Do you want to do some fun facts, Jen? Yeah. Jen's okay. fun facts. Now, now with, with more, more fun. fun. This was actually filmed in Morocco, but it's supposed to be set in New Mexico. But and it's really set in Africa? How did you know? Because I know geography. A little bit. I'm not great. Yeah, What's the Morocco. capital of Morocco? Morocco City. Ooh, <laughs> Kathmandu. I don't know. I was uh, like, really? Okay, sorry. It might be. So it was filmed in Morocco. It Go was on. filmed in Morocco, but it was supposed to be set in New Mexico. And there was actually only one nuclear test that was conducted in New Mexico called the Trinity Test. And it was the first one on July 16th. Oh, so we're coming up on the anniversary of 1945. And it was part of the Manhattan Project. But right. Most of the other tests were either on in Nevada or um, the... What's the island? The Marshall Islands. Yeah. Do you have any Oppenheimer facts? No. He was the guy who built the bomb, more or less. The Manhattan Project. He guy? was. I mean, there were a lot of people who did, but I think he was like one of the head guys. Yeah. He's the one who said, "I have become death, the destroyer of worlds." After seeing it the first time, he was like, "Oh, well, I've just fucking destroyed the." That's the a Earth. good quote, though. In the moment, yeah, yeah, he wrote that line like three weeks before it happened, and then he like like was like, "Oh my god, I can finally say it." He's like, "Everybody's gonna hate me because I just blew the whole world up." So at least I can get this one badass. Quote it's like in. when Neil Armstrong stepped out on the moon. He was like, he had rehearsed that line just so we didn't get out there, and he's like, "I'm a small man with a big thing for mankind." Oh <laughs> shit! No, 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 no. Sorry. Sorry. Hold on, hold on. One small, yeah. yeah. Of course, I would have been out there and I'd been like, there's aliens <laughs> everywhere. Well, you could get away with it too because there was only that one camera on the bottom like, of the uh, thing. Just running, like, this is Mikey running by so you can't see artist. it. The <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Don't come to the moon. Just kidding, guys. It's pretty cool out here. Okay, so they based the special effects off of real images from Chernobyl and Hiroshima. So the opening credits where we see the um, images of all the deformed babies, those are actually pictures from... Um, the Agent Orange effects that oh, happened in the shit. Vietnam War. Yeah. So that's actually Vietnam, not that's yeah. not radiation, that's something else. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't know, did you? Yeah. Because it looks the same. So Big Mama, who shaved, who's the bald lady. <laughs> that's, that's Tell her, me more about Big Mama. That's her character's name. They paid her $1,000 to shave her head for this movie. That's the only way she would do it. She's only got like five minutes of screen time, too. So yeah, she's only in it for a very short amount of she time. She made her money, and that hair grows back, you know? I mean, I, I yeah. guess unless you... I'd shave my head for $1,000. Really? Would you? Yeah, probably I not. would do. Fundraiser. Yeah. So this was being filmed in Morocco, we said, at the same time as the Ten Commandments miniseries was being filmed. So all the <laughs> actors would st- were staying at the same hotel. Awesome. Which I thought was interesting. Okay, Who are so- you? I'm Billy Bob. Who are you? I'm Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this was actually based on a different true story, which is the possible true story of Sonny Bean. Have you guys heard of him? No, no, of course not. He was the leader of a cannibalistic faction of insurgents from like the 1600s. Yeah. I think you're thinking of Braveheart. I think, no, no. I think this is a pretty loose interpretation. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, well, I like, unless he's is the character Beast based no, on him. Wes Craven has said that he was inspired by this story to write this movie. Listen to the story and then maybe make a decision about what you think of it. 
I think we've angered mommy. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, <Right>. big mama. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sonny Bean is the leader of a cannibalistic faction of insurgents. He ended up in the company of Agnes Douglas, who was accused of witchcraft. And she apparently led him into cannibalism, but I don't think it was her fault. I think it was his fault. They had a bunch of children who... Little projection there. Were, mm-hmm, were probably the result of incest. And they just became this clan of people that lived in caves and would like trap um, travelers and like eat them. And so finally King James ordered them to King James the sixth ordered after them, the King James Bible. He's the same one. Who did the oh, Bible. is he really? Yeah. yeah. So he's a cool guy, I guess. Yeah, he's all right. He ordered them. He like had sent people to go find him and pull him out and executed and tortured them all. Okay. It may just be anti-Scottish um, propaganda. Yeah. It's estimated that if he is real and I mean, it was like the 1600s or is that the time of yeah. King James? Yeah. I mean, it's possible that that happened and there's really no way to sure. know if it's true or not. Because it's so long ago, but it's estimated that they killed about a thousand people. Okay. And my last fun fact, which I think kind of sums up how we all feel, is the tagline on this is the lucky ones die first. Taglines don't mean shit movies. Like, the t- there aren't good taglines. There's some good taglines. Name six. In no. space, no one can hear you scream. Well, that's one. Something about going back into the water again. Just that's- when you thought it was safe to go back in the water again. For God's sake, get out! That's three. Those were. Those Those are extra good, so they count twice, so that's six. I can think of some more. You don't get to just make up rules. When I yes, arbitrarily I make up a number for you to hit, you can't <laughs> arbitrarily make up rules yet. Patriarchy! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all my fun facts. Nice. That's well, thank you for your fun facts, Jen. Fun I liked your fun facts. Now, let's do Scary Scale. Scary Scale. Hey, listeners, our Scary Scale is how we rank how scared we were when we watched this movie today. It's not a ranking of the quality of the film. It's a ranking of how scared we were tonight when we watched it our one example is ghostbusters our 10 example is texas chainsaw massacre todd what are you giving the hills have eyes uh three three yeah there were some jump scary moments but it's really not super scary it's more like jen i would not be surprised if you get a higher number just because of the subject matter of the horror and i do think body horror affects you more than it affects me so i definitely understand if you would rate it higher but the jump scares are not super scary yeah Okay, so three. Yeah. Yeah. That's not surprising considering we just watched it together. Yeah. I'll give it a two. Yeah. Was it scarier when you first saw it in the theater? No. Okay. I'm going to give, I am going to give this pretty, a lot higher than that. I think I'm going to give it a six. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, partly like there are specific things in this movie that like trigger me that were really upsetting. Um, I think, I I mean, I think that's perfect. If we had like a disgusted scale, it would go higher. Oh, yeah. I wasn't scared. I was just like, I just don't like this. And see, that's what tends to scare me more. And it's not necessarily I'm afraid of like a jump scare. It's I'm afraid of what I'm going to have to watch, you know? And so there's a lot of that in this movie for me. There's just, there's gross stuff. There's really brutal and disturbing and upsetting things that happen. And that's what tends to get me. So I'm going to give it a six. So this is our June listener request. I'm really grateful for everybody who supports us and who suggested things. This was not our favorite movie, but I love that you guys pick things that we wouldn't pick for ourselves because it does challenge us and it makes us think about things and talk about things. And I tend to have my niche of movies that I choose and you guys choose some different stuff. And I appreciate that. (laughs) So the listeners made me watch The Hills have eyes and this we love week you, yeah so what are you guys making me watch next week i'm so excited because can you is hide one it? of my i can't hide no! it yes i know i'm about to lose control and i think i like it i know <laughs> <laughs> mikey does not like musical He's jokes sad that he can't sing them so i'm so excited because next week we get to watch one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time we are watching a league of their own 
I do love a league of oh, their own. Yeah, that does not surprise you. Oh, it's but so Jen, good. there's no crying in baseball. I know. It's that little what is it, Jen? Above my ass. Oh man! Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. It is Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. We're (laughs) watching again. No, no, guys, we're watching Jaws next week. Really, Jaws is also on my top ten all-time favorite films. We agree on something. I know. I'm so excited. Dreams do come true. Also, it's a pretty brilliant movie. So I'm excited. It is. It's amazing. I'm really excited. (laughs) I know a lot of people who think Jaws is an amazing movie, and I I have never seen it, so I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're probably right. I don't know. It's really good. I'm really excited. Is our Fourth of July episode? Oh, that's perfectly timed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. I wonder if we planned it that way. I wouldn't know. I don't plan the movies. We did. We did plan. Because it takes place on 4th of July weekend. We got to kill a shark on the 4th of July. Leave the beaches open. See? (laughs) So, guys, make sure you watch the original Jaws for next week. And I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. But if you can't find it, check out our Facebook group because Emmy, who's awesome, has been hosting watch-alongs or watch parties. I really want to go to one. I I work a lot of Sundays, so I I can't. I've done a few. They're pretty great. Thank you. So we've talked a lot about Patreons and how Patreons kind of chose this movie for us. If you're not able to do that right now, we completely understand and we still love your support and um, we're really grateful for it. And one of the best ways you can support us is just leaving a review for us. And we know that you guys don't all use iTunes for your podcasts. So if you uh, leave us a review on another site or another app, just take a screenshot of it and email it to us because we can't see it. Oh, is this what happened with this one? Yes. yes, It's Tanya, I think. Tanya. But she emailed us a screenshot of the review she left, and I'm actually not sure where she left it. They said, I love this podcast. It entertains me and keeps me sane at work. Props to you guys, especially Todd. Ooh. You're freaking hilarious. What? Thank you guys for being amazing. Nailed it. Hilarious podcast, five stars. I love it. Thank you so much. And thank you for taking time out to send that to us, too. So if you want us to read your review, leave us a five-star review on Apple, iTunes, or wherever you listen wherever to podcasts. Wherever leave reviews. But if it's not iTunes, make sure to screenshot it and email it to us yes. at info at horrorvirgin.com. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you want to email me at jimferatu at gmail.com and just talk some Stephen King shit, I'd love to talk about that. This is Tanaya408. Thank you. And guys, if you want to reach out to us on social, it's at horrorvirgin. Jen is at jenferatu. Mikey yes. is at mrandolph24. And I am at Todd J. Awesome. On the social, if you want to go to our website, it's horrorvirgin.com. You can get the blog from there. Of course, links to the merch store all from there. And the merch goes on sale a lot. I think it's on sale right now. I think it Although is Although it probably isn't by the time this comes out. But or it might be re-on sale. Yeah, it's the, the weirdest thing. But guys, we talked about the Facebook group. We talked about the watch parties. But please join our Facebook group. Even, even if you hate Facebook. Yeah, yeah. It's Here's a lot what of fun. You do. I created a new account. I am only in, I'm in like three groups and I'm not friends with anyone. So if you friend requested me and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't accept it's because I'm not accepting any of your She's friends. not friends with but anyone. Then all I see, the only thing that shows up on my feed is stuff from the group. Yeah, and it's that's great. Awesome stuff that people are posting. Yeah, we're having so much fun in the Facebook. Yeah, group. it is. It's awesome. So it's guys, join. cool. Yes. So join, have some fun with us. Uh, also, we're a member of the Modern Horrors Podcast Network, so check them out in their feed. In that feed, you can also get, obviously, us, but also Final Girls and Death Dying and other things. Mm-hmm. And 
occasionally a modern horrors episode. They've been coming back at it, yeah. And last week we had Jacob on our podcast, so yeah. they're pulling sort of double duty. But they've been trying to get God Country out and uh, filmed and edited and all that shit. So they've been busy with other stuff. Guys, that's going to be it from us. Listeners, thank you so much one more time for participating in our listener request. Yes, for thank June. you very much. Already cooking ideas for July. So if you want to get in on that, check out our Patreon page. And we've got another really fun, exciting idea that we're kind of cooking on right now. So yeah, that's going to be it from us, everybody. I hope you have a fantastic week. Thanks for joining us for the Hills of Eyes. Uh, I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. <laughs> and I'm your horror virgin Todd, guys. <laughs> have a good week. Bye. The Hills of Eyes. With, With the a sound, sound of murder. Mm, cannibalism. With babies they have stolen for a thousand years. I don't know the rest of the song. Musical nerds. <laughs> I am mutant going on murdering and I'm <laughs> stealing a baby. That, I will eat your mom. Is go. it uh, like dough? And out. I hate you all so much. <laughs> you need to stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> nerds. You have all the power.